You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Brothers Turbo. And welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me, as is always, is Todd Stark. And you're a liar. I'm a liar? Yeah, you're not Stephen. I'm not? Who no. am I? Mm-mm. I don't... I don't... You look like, um... <laughs> Kojak. Kojak? Kojak. Okay. I can I can dig that. Yeah, Kojak. I mean, you don't look bad. I like it. Thank you. If you're wondering, he has shaved his head. I have. He has his eyebrows. I do because so like, shaving my eyebrows. I don't want to go with that Whoopi no. Goldberg look. No, no, you, you, it, your face has runners like those rugs. Mm-hmm. That's all it's got. Okay, you know, you got hardwood runners. Mm-hmm. I did, I did for like the first two days have a goatee and mustache, and I would look at myself in the mirror and say, "I want to kick my own ass." Like, so I just couldn't take it anymore. I was like, <laughs> "I got to get rid of it." You, uh, it was too much. Yeah, yeah. So I just I went with a more all or nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like that approach. It looks but, good. But my hair grows very fast, so I'll have to either keep it maintained or just give in and say, eh, I don't like it. And then just let it grow out. And, and the fun thing is, like, wondering how your hair is going to grow back. Yeah, because it's going to be, um, well, I, I don't really know. There for a <laughs> It'll while. Be puffy you be for a while, I you guess. You won't be able to do anything. No. And then you'll have that weird stage. Mm-hmm. And then it'll pass that, and you can do a lot of stuff. And then you just, the choice is yours after that. That is true. I mean, I might just kind of keep it shaved on the sides at first and just let the top grow out and make yeah. it look like a Chia pet. Do what you ought to do is put tattoos on the side of your head, mm-hmm. do a mohawk, but do the Bam Bam Bigelow tattoo. Okay. <laughs> he had flames on the side of his head. Is anyone ever going to get that? <laughs> I mean, that might be a little outdated. I know. I but I'll bring it back. Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. I think it's flames on the side of your head. Get that. Something like that, yeah. And, and the mohawk. Or you could do the Viking thing and look like dude on there. That's true. I've got options. You have a lot of options. So or we'll you just, could just we'll be see. Mr. Clean. I could. But yeah. then I need to get an earring. No, no, no. You don't have to. Well, he's got the earring. Yeah, but you're the And then the Mr. white Clean. t-shirt and everything. Wear a black shirt. Yeah, so I'm going to be Mr. Clean. You can be Mr. Clean X. <laughs> Clean X. Yeah. Okay. No, that, that'd be... That ain't yeah, right. that's... Isn't that something else? <laughs> you blow your nose with it. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't work. Okay, well, uh, what have you been playing? Still got a war. Good. I'm I'm progressing right along. That's fine. You're all the answers you want is in it. I find myself like when they're having this little I don't know their whole little way they play with each or interact with each other. Kratos holds back so much stuff from him on purpose, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like I find myself like just tell him. Yeah. Tell him. So when without spoiling anything, are you saying that when Kratos finds out everything you want to know? The kid Atreus doesn't know? No. No. Atreus is smart. So is... If Atreus knew, would it change his outlook on things? No, he does know. Oh, he does know? He knows everything. Okay. The way you kind of made that sound, I thought he didn't know. Well, he doesn't, but he's smart, so he figures it out. And that's okay, why he has so no he's choice. Le- he's learning. He's Yeah. Oh, dude, he fi- I feel like out. he is... He, he learns as he goes. Like does he know Kratos is lying to him? I don't know. He just knows that 
he's got something to tell him. Gotcha. And he really starts to, he acts out at a certain point. Not going to imagine. It's awesome. You're going to love it, dude. The story is so well done in this game. It's just outstanding. Like, I just, I keep get. I'm, I'm wondering where it's going. Hmm. And I've heard, like, the one complaint I've heard from anybody that didn't like part of it was the backtracking. Yeah. And they do backtrack, but they do it in a way that it doesn't feel like backtracking because you're not doing the same thing. And, and at the same time, you can go through and anything you miss, you can go ahead and grab it. Mm-hmm. You know, like just, it's almost like you have two playthroughs that's totally different in one game. That's good. It feels like that. Mm. Now, when you're backtracking, is it, I guess, is it necessary backtracking in the sense that you're not just going back to say, oh, I forgot this. I got to go back yeah, here. And it's then necessary just... backtracking. Okay. It's like you have a path. And you got to go to this area. Mm. Well, okay, to get there, I've got to go through here and here to get there. So sometimes, like, while I'm on my way to that area, I'll just say, okay, well, I didn't do this, and I'm right here. Well, let me go ahead and do this. And yeah, it works. It's, it's okay. It doesn't bother me. But I've even, I mean, I've seen some of the more harsh game critics praising the game. Oh, yeah. You know, people who will tear apart a game just for the minor, just the little things. Yeah. Flip it on its head saying, this is a piece of garbage. Yeah. But, I mean, they're loving it. I mean, they, they're not saying it's without its flaws, but yeah. they love the game as a whole for what it is. So. I haven't found any major flaw in this game. That's why I still, like, even now I'd stick to, like, 9-5. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. It, I've it's seen, I've seen it all of for... the scores. They've been, they've been pretty pretty generous yeah i'm gonna give it a perfect score but it's pretty close it's like the last of us that would be my same score for the last of us would be nine five i Mm. wouldn't give anything perfect can't wait to try it can't wait to finish it so you can try it i know but don't rush it take your time i'm playing uh lego marvel superheroes 2 i noticed that because i wanted something i could easily put down and pick up especially if god of war right around the corner yeah so i feel like it's enough to keep me busy because there's a lot of I wasn't really sure what to expect out of this game because right. when I first started it, the portions of the city were separated, like they were walled, and I was like, "This is what it's going to be." I don't get like a full city to play in, right. so I was a little disappointed. And then once I progressed in the story a little farther, all these areas converged into one giant city, and I was like, "Okay, now that's different." So now there's this big playground of tons of stuff to do, plus the stories. I'm like. This is going to take a while. So that's what I've been doing. I haven't even progressed in the story since everything converged. I was like, there's so much to do, like the gold bricks and and the usual stuff they have in the Lego games. I said, well, I might as well just do all that now. Or at least all that I can do. But I feel like I have, I got like the, uh, which I all, one thing to to say with a little bit of pride, I got all this for free. I say free oh, yeah, because yeah. I He's, didn't spend a dime on it. It was a bunch of gift cards. Yeah, but nice. I got the the game, and then I went and purchased the uh, season pass off the off DLC from the PlayStation Store. Yeah. But I did these separately. But with the DLC, I got all these extra characters, so I'm not having to wait to get another character to finish all the, the puzzles or whatnot that are already available. Oh, so you because I have through. characters who have these abilities. Thanos is the greatest character ever because he can do everything. <laughs> Just about everything. I don't want to say everything because he's still like a big character. So if there's something a small character has to do, you know, he'll just be like, huh? 
and just throw up his arms because he oh. can't do it, like press a button or flip a switch. But he can control minds. He can teleport. He can fly. He can uh, use magic. Anything you can think of, he can he can pretty much do. So he's almost like your your go to if you just right. need an all you know end all be all. You want to whoop somebody's ass? Yeah. So I like that aspect. So I know I've got him. But most of the characters I have, I think there's one that I need right now that is preventing me from doing everything, and I need to find Iron Fist because I say Iron Man really he he has like chi abilities or something, yeah. and there are certain statues around that require that. And I found one, I think it was doing the Black Panther DLC, and I was like, what the hell is this? Where's this last little mini kit I'm looking for? And there was just a statue, and I'm like, okay, surely I've got somebody. I didn't have anybody, and they're like, get Iron Fist. I'm like, God, okay. So I don't even know where he's at, so I'm going to have to keep digging. He's hiding out. I know. They, that's that's one thing the game does well, is they'll always keep one character out of reach, as he's far as powers. Yeah. Well, he's not behind a paywall. <laughs> But I played that and also uh, played a game I was going to talk about on today's show, but I'm going to save it for next week. It's called Stay. It's on PC. Right. Uh, it's a really great game. I'll get into it more next week because there's a lot to say about it. Right. But I enjoyed it. I still want to play it some more because there's a lot more I can do sort of throughout mm-hmm. the game. But uh, definitely stay tuned for next week because I'll talk about it in great detail then. Uh, all right. You ready for some news? Does a does a fat baby poop? I would imagine so. They do. Now, this is... I, I'm, I hate to say this. This is a very slow news it week. It really is. It was like uh, pulling teeth just to find anything worth talking about. I was thinking that like earlier today. I was like, there's not a whole lot to talk no. about. So, I, I picked a few things just to kind of briefly mention. Uh, I think we've got more quickets than anything quickets? other than some actual news. But we do have a we do have a big news portion. Or at least big story to begin with, and that's Nintendo rolled out their online details, you All know, right. for for their new online service. Uh, pricing is definitely more affordable than any of the other two consoles what, on the market. Nineteen ninety nine. Well, they they've got uh, different pricing packages. If you want to go month to month, it's three ninety nine. Okay. Three months is seven ninety nine. Twelve months is uh, nineteen ninety nine, and then you can do a family membership, which is also twelve months, and that's thirty four ninety nine. But with the family membership, you get up to eight Nintendo account holders. And they can are able to share the online service, right? Even on different systems. So, if you have a lot of people playing it, it would be worth it, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, they also provided information about their classic gaming network, which will feature twenty games eventually. But they've mentioned ten that are going to uh, that they already know are going to drop when the service does in September. And I got to kind of roll my eyes here because it's like the same lineup of games they always pull out Mario like Brothers. they did with the the mini console or whatever it was right it's the same mario brothers super mario brothers super mario brothers 3 donkey kong the legend of zelda dr mario balloon fight ice climber tennis and soccer so in other words they gave you the super the nes classic yeah <laughs> and especially if there's going to be 10 more games what do you think they're going to be the other 20 or super 10 NES games so I just, I don't know why they keep, why is why is this particular list of games the go to? I've know. never wanted to play Balloon Fight I was in my say life. The same one, and they, Balloon Fight. Yeah, Damn it, I but they had a always fight. bring it up. It's like, like Joust with balloons. Yeah, like what if? Why don't you call that Water Balloon Fight? I might play that. Yeah, 
But it's just in tennis and soccer. Seriously, yeah. why not punch out? Yeah, I mean, at least that one's one that people want to play. Tennis and soccer. I don't want to play that. Mm-mm. Their so golf I'm, game I'm, is cool. They don't have golf on there either. Do they? No, God, they don't. Golf was all right. Yeah, I played golf. But I don't know. Like I said, it's the same games they keep going back to, and it just it kind of bugs me a little bit. But that's the, why I left their camp. I know. Uh, the plan is to start with uh, the twenty games. Uh, I guess they're going to announce them before the the service launches. A larger hope that some of these games will not be re- relegated to the NES classics, as we were just talking about. Other features included in this service are a save data cloud backup, finally, mm-hmm. which is long overdue. Uh, online play, and then accessibility through an online app, which you're going to be using for your voice chat, which, again, seems pointless. I mean, you might as well just use Discord. Yeah. You know, that's same thing. You've already got that set up. Right. But my biggest question here, based on the cloud data service that they're they're offering now, because they said it's going to be allow you, you know, if your 3DS, or not your 3DS, but your Switch breaks or anything like that, you're going to be able to just like you do with yeah. so you know Microsoft and this, Sony. But this is the beginning of them actually being able to hand everything over right to the next. My question system. is, if I went out, say after this launches, say this time next year, uh-huh. and went out and bought a 3ds, signed into my my account, am I going to have that same option? Because they have a list. I can pull up a list of all the games that I own digitally through them. But last time that I lost my 3DS, the one that I talked to you about, the, the special edition Zelda one, and bought another one, I had to call them to get them to transfer my service and all my stuff and had to go through this big, long process. Damn. So I want to know if that's going to change. They, Like I said, they've got that list. I can pull it up and look at it. Right. So if I buy that and this is now implemented, do my games just finally come over without any hassle? I don't have to call anybody? Because that's so. ridiculous. I mean, because it was nice on PlayStation, you know, just the library. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I it's not like I meant to lose it, right? You know, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean for the the one that I had now to break. And digitally, you still own it. Exactly. They have a list of it. I can see that list. So, getting my games back should not be a hassle. If I mm-hmm. sign into my account, they should be there for me to download for free. Right. I purchased it. So I'm hoping that's something that will happen. But again, I'm not necessarily running out to buy a new 3DS either. So, nah. you know, I was actually, speaking of which, we were talking where you pulled up Phoenix Wright on your phone the other day. Yeah. I started thinking about it. I was like, I wonder if I could find Phoenix Wright on Android. I couldn't find that particular one, but they had the last three that came out on Android and one that I haven't even played yet. And I was like, well, I'll be damned. And yeah. it's for no more than I would pay on a 3DS. So I just might do it there. Because I still would like to play at least the last one. The one, I think there was one called Dual Destinies. And that was the last one I played on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. I had to think on it. I was like, did I play this one or not? And I started watching the trailer and I was like, yeah, a lot of this looks familiar. So I can skip that one. But I would like to play the new one. I haven't played any of them. But did I shouldn't. buy that that day? I thought you did. I thought you were going to. Okay, it's a dollar. I got charged $4 and I couldn't remember what, what? I was What? it three nine? No, it was only nine a, nine? a dollar. Okay. Then. 99 cents. Okay, it was 99 cents. And that was last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, it came through this week. I bet I did buy it. Okay, well, you need to play it. I don't remember Just sit down and, and, and enjoy. See if you can solve the cases. I will. I'm a, I'm a good lawyer. 
All right, so some quickets. Like I said, we, we don't even have quickets. news. That was just one news. That was. Well, well I've it got was two, one news. I've got two more <laughs> stories, but I just want to go ahead and get some quickets in. Get some quickets in. Oh, uh, sorry. EA responded to their to the new legal classification of loot boxes, mm-hmm. and no surprise, they disagree. <laughs> and they're going to keep doing what they're doing. And they said they are going to push forward with their microtransactions and their new FIFA title, of all things. So I guess they think it's not going to matter in FIFA. Well... I don't know, they were doing loot boxes on there, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Or was it just? I mean, was it the kind that you would consider gambling? I think it was the gambling kind. That was one of the the last all, title they had was got a lot of scrutiny. Yeah, because you buy the packs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, they do that on all theirs. Yeah. But it's I don't know. To me, it's it's kind of different because you get you're guaranteed a certain player. It ain't the guy that you want necessarily, but you get that tier player yeah. every time. So the more money you spend, the more of those players you'll get. So it's, you know what you're getting. Right. You just don't know the name. Mm-hmm. Most of them are between, they're all, like, level-wise, they're all the same. Okay. Uh, they also announced plans for a new subscription service. I guess they're wanting to compete with uh, PlayStation Now and... Yeah, but, like, don't they have... They got, like, all kinds of... Sub, what, what's that? Origins. E- EA, yeah, EA Origins. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So Early I guess they're planning stuff. something new. And I don't just, know what exactly. Just renaming it. Probably. Uh, I read this morning, this is a Friday morning, uh, that the uh, recently appointed CEO of GameStop stepped down unexpectedly. But mm-hmm. no reason as to why. Other he grabbed than somebody's ass. They said personal reasons. He grabbed so an ass. He Don't know. If we find out any more details, I'll definitely update it. But yeah. right now. It could be health too. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I just uh, talked to him the other day. Did you? Yeah. I didn't know you are pals. No. I just uh, traded at a game. <laughs> at GameStop. Uh, the uh, Netflix Witcher series gained a little traction this week by hiring three more screenwriters. One's coming off of uh, Netflix's own Jessica Jones. Nice. So we'll, we'll see. It's a, I'm glad to see it's getting traction. I thought this was going to be one of those that just kind of, yeah, we're doing it. And then you never hear another word about it. I don't know, man, because they did that with Castlevania. They said, yeah, we're doing it. And then it was out. Yeah. But, no. but that was like four episodes. That was like a blink. We'll see. I want more. I want more of that. And it was a good series. Yeah. Or at least what they gave us. I just felt like it was too quick. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I don't have Netflix. Yeah, I have right. Net. Well, you could pull it up on your phone. Yeah, I don't like watching it on my phone. I know. It's terrible. Why don't you get a Google Cast or whatever the Chromecast, plug it in, and then you can just run it from your phone. Uh, or, or do that. Th- well, no, you've got an iPhone. So it won't work. You don't have that thing like I do. Anyway. That's a sharp TV now. Oh, yeah. Well, you could do it on that one too, couldn't you? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Square Enix announced a special E3 presentation on June 11th starting at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This is a presentation much like what they did last year. Mm -hmm. It was like a a streaming video of their lineup. They're just trying to get their own little show going, and it sucks every year. They're doing what Nintendo does. They do their little Nintendo Direct. Yeah, but they do. That's just a video. Yeah. This is a whole stage thing. Oh. I thought they said it was going to be, like, not really open to the public, per it's se. It's not. Okay. It's just a kind of like few a... few people. Yeah. And I don't know if there's investors and there's the press there. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Uh, speaking of Square, Shadow of the Tomb Raider will not feature Laura Croft's most iconic weapon. I'm guessing her pistols? Yeah, I think they're pistols, yeah. I don't know what I mean we haven't seen him before 
before now, have we? Not really. So I guess people were assuming that she was just going to find him. It's like one of those Indiana Jones moments where he got his hat. It's like, oh, that's where he gets it. Uh, who cares? Just enjoy the story yet. as it is. You know, if this is the end of the beginning. Yeah, as they say. Then. Now, if ne- this leads in. One. Yeah, if this leads directly into the end of. Or the beginning of Tomb Raider 1. Yeah, so then yeah, that's probably then where she gets it. Perhaps. I don't know. So, okay, look, I heard somebody talk about this game. Mm-hmm. They played the first six hours. Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Yeah. Okay. And they said they're, they're just not excited for this game. So okay. it looks beautiful, but it feels so much like the other ones. And they enjoyed the other games. So what, are they just having fatigue for this type of game? Or? I, I don't... You know how... It's almost like they just stuck to everything else they did in the other ones. And so it didn't really like, add anything. Yeah. So okay. there's a few things added, and it's kind of cool, but it still feels so much like the other ones that they weren't excited for it. But they know that if you like this game, which she does, she mm-hmm. does like the game, um, you will, you're will you going to enjoy this game. Yeah. You just... Nothing to really get all excited about. Right. Just It's yeah, another chapter. Yeah, I guess chapter that's what I'm trying and, to say. I'm trying to find, like words to say what I'm yeah and it, that's the perfect way to put it nobody she's just not excited for it okay I mean I would uh, I'm interested yeah. but I guess I've never We've I've never had a moment to where these games have really just enticed me yeah. like I'll see them and I'm like yeah I, I want to play it but I'm not going to rush out and do it right if it comes in my hands at some point then yeah I'll take it and I'll play it but I'm not going to go out of my way for it either. I enjoyed the first one. I played a lot of it. I got it when it came out. Mm-hmm. Got the second one later on. And it was just one of those games where I just wanted it to end. Yeah. It just kept going. Yeah, I think, did you play it? Yeah, the, the last one. Yeah. Yeah, it got to a point where it was like, all right, just come on. wrap it up. Yeah, we're 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 at the end now. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, no, you got to go save fake Jesus, whoever you think he's Jesus yeah. there for a while. Uh, Nintendo is apparently not happy with its mobile game profits, which I thought they were making bank off of it. They just reinvested in it, but apparently they're not happy. But they looked at the wrong sheet. They're looking at the one where they gave, they reinvested the money and they're thinking that they lost that money. (laughs) Perhaps. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is coming to the Switch in August. So now they have their own Monster Hunter game and it's compatible with 3DS so you can play together with somebody. They do that every How about time. about that? Yeah, they, they do. But would you have to buy the game on both of them? Yes. That is stupid. Well, that's how it works. That's the one part of that I don't agree with. Yeah. You know, cross by that stuff yeah. if that's what you're going to do. Don't make code. people shell out twice for the same game. Yeah. Because that's, that's now, way that too Nintendo much Nintendo or is that Capcom? Uh, Well, I don't know. I would say that they said you had to make a whole different game to go on 3DS. Well, that's what they did with Super Smash Brothers. They made two different games, two different art styles, made you pay for two different games. Plus, the DLC was double down. Damn. So if you had to, if you were buying, if you wanted to buy for both, you had to pay double. I mean, to get that full game in its entirety, I, you were spending well over 150, 200 bucks. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. And it's they're ridiculous. not in trouble for loot boxes. Yeah. Same damn thing. Uh, God of War has millions of viewing hours on Twitch. It's an awesome game. It's, it's, it's It would be one of those games where you come back each time to say, I want to see if I'm not going to play it. 
Mm-hmm. I want to say the story though. I'm 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 been trying to avoid it a little bit because I want I want the story to to yes. be gripping for me. I, I can under, I can understand that some people are more voyeurs mm-hmm. than than players, so I can respect that. But yeah, I, I it's just not me. And this is a perfect game for it. Mm. Uh, the Neo Geo Mini, which we talked about a few weeks ago, I think, yep. as it was a rumor, was officially announced. And it's like a, an old miniature arcade cabinet. <laughs> like those little 80s Pac-Man arcade games. You remember those? Uh, yeah. And I Donkey Kong Walmart games? Those, yeah. yeah. Just like that. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but that's what they're offering. Like a little arcade cabinet with their little fighting games on it. Mm-mm, so there you go. That. How much? I don't know. I didn't get a price. Oh, it's it's sixty nine dollars. It's going to be up there. I have yeah. no doubt. How big is it? Show me. Probably about like that. How tall? Maybe as tall so as this. Yeah, it's just like those old just, school. Yeah, ones, just man. like one of those old little. The new ones are a little smaller. Yeah, but the old school ones were great. Yeah. But that was Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Junior. Mm-hmm. I ain't so, playing this shit. Well, <laughs> you don't have to get it. I'm just saying. Geo stuff. Maybe maybe we'll have it in our other segment whenever all the details come out. Yeah. We'll see. You come over to your house, you're going to be sitting in the yeah. floor in your boop, underwear. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> in your bald head. Enjoy. Both Shut your bald up. heads. Uh, Overkill's The Walking Dead had a new character trailer that kind of squashed my thought of playing with others. <clears throat> Since now it's apparent that you're going to play as one of four characters, all with different skill sets. Doesn't that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. We were so ahead of the curve. We were. If you don't know, we had a game idea at some point, and this sounds a lot like it. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. So maybe they didn't rip off all of our ideas. I don't think so. So we'll see. Uh, and lastly, Ed Boone shot down hopes for more Injustice DLC, which I wasn't expecting anymore, obviously. But he did it by responding on Twitter, Do you know what else would be cool? Cool mm. with a K? And then just left man. it at that. The Kool-Aid man will come fight. Well, I think he was hinting at the possibility of a new Mortal Kombat game, which I guess it's about time. Maybe. Yeah, Has time. it been about a year or two? Yeah. 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 So what maybe. was the last one? Mortal Kombat X? Yeah. And I oh, think God, that it's one been longer than that, man. Yeah, it has. It's been several about years because years. I know I had it. I was playing it back in... I don't know. It's, it's been, been a while. Four, I bet it's been, I bet it's been four I've years. been in my old house is when I <laughs> yeah, was playing. Yeah, that's why I was at my mom and dad's. Yeah. <laughs> And when we were in between houses, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess it's been a while. We've been here three years. And then we were so, there yeah. a year. It's, 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 it's overdue. So, maybe we'll see it at E3. Who knows? That's a rumor, not a fact. That is. But we he broke did, it here, though. He did do that. But we did break it here. We did break it here. That we that at, that uh, maybe it will happen. No, it will happen. It will happen at it's E3. It's going to be at E3. We're going to see it at E3. It's we're breaking be, it here, folks. I believe it's going to be on the PlayStation stage. Think so? Yes, I don't think that it'll be on Microsoft because it might kill, get rid of Killer Instinct. Now let's hope that they do not use a silly little song to show the fight between Scorpion and Sub Zero like they did that one year. That the song just did not fit the fight scene. It was just like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? You should have used the Mortal Kombat song, and it would have fit better than whatever you played. Sony show. Whatever show it was that they showed it, it might have been through the Sony show, but they were just like, yo, get to fighting, and we're going to be riding. And it's just like, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're taking me out of this fight scene. It's kind of like the first Assassin's Creed yeah. trailer. Yeah, exactly. Kanye it was just like, this song does not fit no. at all. Now, let's hope that doesn't happen. All right, uh, more news. 
Uh, one complaint I've actually heard since I've been on Steam is the lack of accessibility from the mobile app. All you can really do is just maybe like look up your friends. You can look through the store, but if you've got like a code, you can't even use it. You right. got to go to your PC and just, you know, a, whole, a lot of different things that they could do to integrate more into it. Well, they made an announcement this week that I guess they're going to rectify some of these issues. I won't say all of them. Uh, with two new free apps, one called Steam Link and one called Steam Video. Steam Link will launch on May 21st and will allow gamers to play their library of games from their Android and iOS device. Damn. Now, you're going to have to be connected to a host system, which will be connected to Ethernet. So I'm guessing it's going to be kind of a streaming to your phone kind of thing. Yeah. Uh and then uh, I think they even said that Android's going to kind of be in a beta when they launch it, but iOS should be ready to go. I guess the big question is, is there going to be lag, a lot of latency? How's it going to work? How's the controller thing going to work? Because um, yeah. this would be a lot similar to what Sony did with the Vita right. in a way, but working it through your phone, is it even going to be strong enough to do that? Will you know, it have the capability for it, I guess? Well, with the PlayStation, they made a thing that hooks into the um, the controller mm-hmm. and it holds your cell phone. And oh, you can okay. play. But that was only on like a, I think the Sony phone. I don't think you can yeah, do it. Yeah, they did limit a lot of that to yeah. their, their own phone. I felt like that was kind of mm, not smart. No. Not smart because at, at that point, you're alienating so many other people. Especially, yeah. I mean, when you hear the top two names of phones on the market, it's Samsung and Apple. Right. Not so. <laughs> no. So you you've already cornered your market to this small little consensus over here. Mm-hmm. But uh, the other one, and I did not realize they had anything like this. So maybe this is a brand new feature they're just getting ready to start. Stream Video will launch later this summer and will offer access to thousands of movies and TV shows and will offer the ability to enjoy this content offline or in a streaming mode. I didn't know they offered movies or TV shows. Uh, well, it sounds like they just started. So maybe they maybe they are. If you know anything, let us know because I that was news to me. Sounds like they just started and everybody's trying to get on that wagon. Yeah. I guess it's the how can we stream media. Well, I'd love to see where it, it kind of narrows down to some of the other companies tr- trying to pull it off right now. Because DC, I don't know if you saw that. They announced one and they're going to have a slew of new shows mm-hmm. that are comic book based, obviously, that are going to be on that streaming service. We know Disney's going to try it, and I think they'll actually pull it off. because well, this, Disney, look what they got. Exactly. I, I mean, they've got so many libraries to pull from because I don't think a lot of people are thinking about it. If you're talking about just Disney as a whole, as a company, saying we're going to take everything we own and put it into a streaming service, mm-hmm. you're not just talking the Disney family movies and the animated movies because that's where everybody's mind goes right. originally, but you've got the Marvel library, you've got the Star Wars library, mm-hmm. plus you've got all these other movies that you don't even realize they own under Touchstone and Miramax and Dimension, (laughs) you know, all these other companies that they own quietly under these other subsidiaries. So they've got a library. Right. So I'd love to see what they pull off with that. uh, They're the one, I think they're the ones that can do it. But the moment they say we're going to edit our content, they're done. I guarantee you that because I know there was a lot of talk of that. You know, are they going to do that? Like edit it how? Like, if it's an R-rated film, they're not going to have it on there. Mm. Well, don't have it on there, but don't change You know, don't put it on there and change it. Yeah. Something like that. I think I still feel like it would alienate people, especially if there's a 
slew of films that they own, and they just said, nah, we're not going to put that on there because it's R-rated. You know, that look at Netflix. You've got your your kids section. Right. Put all your, your family-friendly stuff in one section. Put all your adult stuff in one section. Yeah, and have it locked behind a password Exactly. Or it's not that hard. Yeah. Don't alienate people. You've got a great library. Right. Bring people to it. Uh, next story I've got is one of the co-directors for Red Dead Redemption 2 spoke about some of the game's new mechanics, such as the much more realistic approach to gunplay. And trying to balance realism and fun, you will feel a difference between each weapon, which might lead you to have a preferred weapon in the game. Nice. Which I thought, yeah, did sound pretty cool. Uh, he also mentioned that the interactions of the open world, uh, explaining consequences of your actions. He used an example of leaving a uh, like a dead body in the middle of a town versus leaving a dead body out in the middle of nowhere. If you kill somebody and leave the body in town, people are gonna you know be afraid of you. They're not gonna want to approach you, and could be worse things. I'm they didn't specify what, but I'm gonna assume maybe like bounties. Right. You know you're gonna become a criminal. But they said if you're out in the wild and you toss a body out there, you're going to attract predators like coyotes and vultures and things like that. So well, it just better not be immediately. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see it happen like, oh, I just I threw put a dead this body. Down, Damn a coyote! Oh, <laughs> and not just unless you know, like there's one I already seen him and exactly. I throw it out. So just little mechanics like that, little little touches. I'd love to see how that works out. But yeah, not not immediately because if you got a swarm of vultures the moment you drop a body that's yeah. a glitch and a half if i ever saw one yeah yeah, yeah. well that's like the donkey <clears throat> head lady yeah <laughs> um the one thing with the realism on the game the gunplay i hope like i don't know do you think this the most realistic gun feel that i've ever played was the last of us i yeah. felt that sway as soon as i pulled up like it was so hard to just just get your target right yeah. away mm-hmm Whereas when you play Call of Duty, you're stuck to your target when you come up immediately, right? Yeah. I just I don't know, I always um I keep thinking about what they, the guy was when Joel was hung upside down. Mm-hmm. That felt so realistic oh, trying yeah. to aim upside down and mm-hmm. panicking. Yeah, because it was I mean you're you're in a situation you can't really deal with. Yeah. You know properly, and you're just kind of disoriented, and then of course the gun's not working for you. <laughs> so I hope they they capture that, and if you're riding a horse. Mm-hmm. I think they, they did mention something about that too. Definitely when you're on a horse, when you're in slow motion mode, stuff yeah. like that, there's a lot of elements that are going to kind of come into play yeah. with that realistic. What's the slow motion called? De- oh, a dead eye? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Which I actually forgot about until they mentioned it. I was like, oh yeah, they, they, I loved they did it though. That. When your thing, was, your thing was charged up enough and you'd get about five or six people, it really mm-hmm. saved your ass sometimes. Oh, yeah. All right, you ready for some rumors? I love rumors. Okay, this is a yay or nay, whatever you want to say. Okay. Okay. A Quantum Break sequel is in the works. All right, like I've heard that they're calling it P7, right? Have you read about it? I guess so. I don't know. That's just, just, that's what Remedy is. They're saying Remedy is working on a a project, and they're calling it P7, right? Or Mm -hmm. maybe Project 7, something like that, I think. Okay. So... They're assuming that it's Quantum Break. Now they could be working on Quantum, but Quantum Break. Mm-hmm. But the game P Seven is supposed to be on all platforms. Uh-huh. Okay. I think somebody's just guessing. So okay. I'm going to say, no, ten percent they're probably working on it. Ninety percent they're not. So okay. I'm leaning more towards nah. They're uh-huh. they're thinking about this new game. Okay. Uh, next one, Game Freak may destroy an a. Iconic 
Pokemon City in the next Pokemon game. Can I have a I don't care? No, you have to say yay or nay. Who who was it? Game Freak. They're the ones that develop Pokemon. Right. They're going to destroy one of the most iconic Pokemon cities in the next game. Yay or nay? They're going to destroy... I say... Yeah, they're going to. Okay. I say that it's time to do something like that. All right. A new Battletoads game is in the works. I hope to God not. No? No, because Rare's going to... They're going to mess that yeah, up. Yeah, they did own that. I thought it was... Well, it was kind of like a, a mixture of Rare and rare. Trade West. I rare, know they well, had it was a, on, a It was on the it. Uh, Rare yeah. disc for... That's true. Things so. I'm thinking they own it. Well, we'll see. I'm sure they will. Uh, a Spider-Man themed PS4 Pro is coming. Yes, true. Okay. Did you see that? I've heard of it, yeah. Okay. I've heard rumors about it. Uh, it looks sweet. Or at least the mock-up of it. Yeah. So... I, I would like I'd I would get it, maybe. I thought the Kratos one looked awesome. Oh yeah. Uh Gran Turismo seven has been confirmed. Now I read something about this, like GameStop accidentally did this, right? Something like that. Yeah. And didn't they come out I can't remember no, I'm thinking of another company that what was that? Might have been Walmart because they did something stupid too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it this one was GameStop. I think GameStop okay. accident or Best or Best Buy. Could have been any of them. One of one of those two. Mm-hmm. I'm for sure it's one of those two. I'm 50-50 on both of them. Okay, so do you think Gary? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I could see it. Okay. I could see it taking everything that, you know, Gran Turismo, was it Sport? Mm-hmm. Into what it's called now? Something like that. I don't Being know. like the okay. holdover until Gran Turismo 7. So, okay. yeah. All right, this is the one that Walmart did. Uh, Borderlands 3 is coming this year. <laughs> Good. Okay. We're going to find out at E3, though. Speaking of E3, an open-world Superman game produced by Rocksteady will be seen before E3. Yeah or nay? Do we need a Superman game? If done correctly, yes. How do you do him correctly? They need to utilize the idea of kryptonite, okay? Give me... An open world Superman game where I start off feeling invincible. That I can fly anywhere. I can do anything. That I can stop every crime in the city. And then at some point I'm going to feel powerless because everybody has a kryptonite weapon and can take me down. Flip the script. Make people feel invincible for once. You know, let them feel like Superman. Let them get that sensation of being Superman and then take it away from them. Because they're. That's God of War 2. There you go. <laughs> just, just, I mean, how hard is that to do? Because everybody wants to have that feeling, and that's what makes people angry is when they get into these Superman games, and you're not Superman. Right. So find a way to give the players what they want, but find a way to take it away from them, too. Because, granted, you don't want them to just be able to do whatever, and there's no challenge in the game. There are kryptonite weapons. Make Metallo one of your first enemies that you fight because he is nothing but kryptonite-based, you know, weaponry. Then have Lex. He's he's selling kryptonite weapons to whomever. Or maybe there's another cat in town and he's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So all the criminals are getting kryptonite weapons. So now you've got to deal with that because now they're being able to take you down. They stole it from Batman. You can even twist in inner gang. They're like the, the criminal mafia of Metropolis. They're getting their hands on this weapon. Now, when you're going after criminals, you have to start worrying. Am I going to get hit with kryptonite? 
Maybe you can find ways to avoid it. Maybe you have to get a suit, but maybe it doesn't last forever. Maybe it gets damaged. There are so many different ways you can do it that can work. The ideas are here. They're just not using them. They're not implementing them properly. Okay, like what if when you get hit with kryptonite weapons, you only do like 10% damage? Yeah. And you're kind of slow. Or maybe even what they're using can affect you differently. Say if say if someone's got like a kryptonite-based gun. Maybe it's not shooting kryptonite bullets, but maybe like a kryptonite ray. So maybe if it's like one blast, it's going to hurt you, take down a little bit of your health bar if you've got one or whatnot. So you're getting damaged. Maybe even not have a health bar. Maybe it's, you just get weaker and weaker and whatnot. Kind of what you see in other games now where it's the screen goes red. Right. Maybe the screen goes green. How about that? I just came up with something new. I don't like that. Anyway. <laughs> go black. Let's let go black. Okay. Well, anyway, he's getting weak, so you have to fight your way through whatever. But if it's something like a kryptonite clamp or maybe an actual kryptonite bullet and it's lodged in you, yeah, you get weakened. Maybe you're not as strong as you, you were. I don't know. There, like I said, there's so many different ways to look at it. There's so there's 80 years of the damn character. But how's the bullet come out? He's going to have to get someone to pull it out because yeah. it's lodged into his arm. Uh but, I mean, maybe that's pushing it a little bit too far. Yeah. But I just mean you, that there's there's a way to, to get injured in, in more ways than maybe you're thinking. Maybe a kryptonite bomb blow you straight to hell, you know. Mm. And then that's it. So you've got to watch out for bombs. There are so many ways they can do this. And I understand that people are like, well, everything's going to be kryptonite, so I can't fight anybody. So, okay, throw in Doomsday. Why not? Throw in Brainiac. He can whoop Superman pretty hard. Both of them can. You, he's got a plethora of villains. Dark side will stomp Superman. He has to overcome that. Okay, so they'll do it right if they're doing it. I, really I would hope so. It. It's it's not that it, it. If you look at what your material is, it's not that hard to do. Yeah, and it, it, just like you just said, take what they did with Batman. You felt like Batman. Yes, make you make you feel make like you Superman. feel like Superman. Yeah, because again. If, if your opening game is you being Superman in just the grandest way possible, you're going to hook so many people. Because at that point, you're going to be like, I am Superman. So when he gets taken down a peg, you're going to feel it. Right. You're like, man, I'm, I'm not what I was. So when he's going through that, I can't go out there and fight. Everybody's got kryptonite weapons. You're going to feel that. You're going to be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't want to go out there either. I don't know. I just I feel like it can be done and no one's looking at it the proper way. All right, uh, off of the rant. Uh, last, nope, next to last rumor. A Resident Evil 2 remake is coming April of 2019. God, why so long? I don't know. There's, I just want to play this game. That was my favorite Resident Evil besides okay. Part 4. I even throw in a bonus rumor. Go ahead. It's going to be like Resident Evil 4. What, huh? It's going to be like Resident Evil 4. Like they've remade it to be yeah. like that game. Well, it was already kind of like that game. Eh, no, it was more like the original. No, I never felt... I mean, the controls, yeah, but I felt always felt more like... That's why the, the my favorite two are that one and four. They feel To me, they feel the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, yeah you think it, it's going to happen? Yeah. Okay. Last rumor, and this is a big one. You ready for this? I don't know. I'm scared. Final Fantasy VII is not dropping until 2023. I don't even know why they even announced this game. Yeah. Well, it leans or lends a lot of credibility to a lot of that stuff we were talking about. 
where they were having difficulties. Mm-hmm. But it's a rumor. I didn't say it was true. This is true. It's I, a I'm rumor. I'm acting like it is. So 2023. 2023. Mm. Now, I, I don't be? see that. I don't see that at all. No. Well, is it disk space or digital? It could be both. Yeah, but... Now, no. what if what if someone mistook... Because they, they said they were going to do it in episodes. Right. So maybe someone mistook that they were going to be releasing... By the third one, could be 2023. You never know. It could be that. The third one, yeah. So we'll see. I'm still curious how they're going to break it up. Are they going to break it up like in the sense that each chapter they give you is a disc? Like they did the old game? I don't know. I think it could be done that way. I don't know. I'm not making the game. All right. Uh, there was really not a lot. Well, there really was no weird news this week. Well, there was no news, period. But I did I did kind of throw in, I guess, something that could be considered weird news. So okay. we've got something. Why is Thanos in Fortnite? It's a mode, really. But why? Well, Thanos really isn't like the gauntlet is. The gauntlet falls out but of the he, sky. But you get it and you become Thanos. Yeah. I don't know. It's just an event for right now. It doesn't fit. Well, they said like you can kill him. Yeah, and apparently people have been bitch slapping him. So what good's the, the well, gauntlet doing him? They say he's awesome to play with, though. He can do everything. I would hope so. Yeah. So. All right. I, well, I thought it was kind of cool. I haven't played it. I haven't either. It's just I don't want to play Fortnite. The the internet ruins it for me because it's just Fortnite this and Fortnite that and I hate Fortnite. Oh, fi- fine. Fine. It's just it's oversaturation yeah. for a game that I've never played, and I just don't want to play it. Because now you'll of it. probably like to go play Call of Duty. They ain't no way talking about that anymore. Well, I don't doubt it. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I want to play Call see, of Duty. And this is this is why John should be here. This was his game. Remember, he was championing this game before when PUBG was top dog. He was like, no, this is the game. Yeah, he was on top of it. And John's not here. Yeah. Matter of fact, John, I seen his face on a, a milk carton. Did you? Yeah. Oh, he's missing. Well, it's a shame. How sad. But I still ate them damn chocolate I bet covered. You did. Frosted Flakes. They were so good. Have you had those? I have not. They're delicious. <laughs> All right. It's time for our favorite new segment. I'd buy that for a dollar. Are you a Borderlands fan? No. Okay, well, do you do you like Claptrap? Little yeah, robot? I got the yeah, I got the bottle open in there. Okay. I, okay, I say I'm not a fan. I like the second one. I didn't like the first one. But you're, I did you're not, not think you're not Game all of the Year. In. I did not think Game of the Year. Okay. You're not all in for the series. You're no, just not like, all it's, in. It's fine, I love Claptrap, eh. though. Claptrap is cool. Okay. Would you want <clears throat> a Claptrap that will hand you... Wait a minute. Let me try that again. <laughs> <laughs> that would hand you... He's probably like, he's stuck to the wall. She had a come sorry. No, no, no. Uh, would you want Claptrap to hand... Or maybe I just wrote this wrong. Let me read this. <laughs> I did. I did. I know what I did. I wrote the wrong letter down. Okay, let me try it again. Would you want... <laughs> see, this is typos, man. It didn't even catch it. Uh, would you want Claptrap to hang out with you in your vehicle, charging your phone, and maybe even talking to you? Yeah, I'd buy that. Okay, well, if you do, which you seem like you want to, then Think Geek presents to you an exclusive Borderlands Claptrap talking car charger. He's a 7-inch tall figurine that mm-hmm. fits in a standard cup holder okay. and plugs into your vehicle's 12-volt port. Right. When plugged in, Claptrap's eye will light up blue, letting you know he's ready to charge any device that you want via USB cable. He will even say things to you like, 
Ha-ha, I'm alive. Let's get moving, old noble henchman. Ooh, I finally got an excuse to turn this on. And, how you feeling, minion? You feeling good? I'm feeling good. And if that gets old pretty quick, you can mute it. <laughs> uh, but if, <laughs> but maybe you don't want him for your vehicle. Maybe you'd prefer to have him hanging around your desk at home. Yeah. In that case, you'll need Borderlands Claptrap Talking USB Hub which is essentially the same thing, except he's two inches smaller, but he can transfer data for you, has a few extra USB ports, and he will say five different things to you as well. Five? Yes. And these are different. Now he'll say, looking good, minion, whenever you're ready, buddy. This feels good, feels right. I'm mildly uncomfortable with how good that made me feel. Mildly. All right, that one hurt a little. All right, you're not a Hyperion robot. I forget that sometimes. That's how you do it. Ha ha, I knew you'd get it eventually. And, yeah, well done, buddy. He also has a mute button. Good. Whichever one floats your boat, you still pay the same low, low price of $39.99. No, I would not buy that for a dollar. Okay. (laughs) You lost me at the price. All right, well. I mean, you hit me at $19.99 for that shit. I'm buying it. Okay. So, not a $30. Forty dollar no, car charger? No, Too I would much. not buy that for a dollar. Okay. I mean, for a dollar, yeah. For a dollar, you would. Not in that's, this that's segment. Not in this it. segment, I would not buy that for a dollar. All right. Well, there you have it. If somebody else out there wants to buy it, they're more than welcome to. But it's not yeah. passing here. Like you can have it. You can get it for my birthday. Okay. Get it for my birthday. There you go. See, I'll, somebody I'll can get, you, it. get it for that you for your birthday awesome. present. But I don't know if I'd want to buy it either. I don't want to buy that. All right, uh, release dates. I actually did a little bit more digging on release dates because I felt like that there was just, a, I was getting like a handful, you know, like, well, this is these are the more important ones. And boy, when I started digging, I got way more than I expected. Well, you know, you're in between God of War and, of course, what's that, uh, uh, Detroit Become Human mm-hmm. getting ready to come out. But I, I did find quite a bit, and I, I feel like that these are those that don't get mentioned. So when I looked at them, I was like, you know what, I'm going to mention them. Because these games need love, too. They're the little indie titles that get overlooked because they're not the big games. So There's too many of them. They need and and there are, that. because I've got more than I've had in a while. So On May 15th, we have Shin Miyagami Tensei. Tensei, whatever. Tensei, Tensei. Uh, Strange Tensei. Journey Redo for the 3DS. Horizon Chase Turbo for PS4 and PC. Little Witch Academia Chamber of Time for PS4 and PC. Uh, a City Skylines DLC called Natural Disasters for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I think I missed a few here. Uh, <laughs> Dragon's Crown Pro for PS4. I'm going to hope there's nothing else there. Uh, Omen Sight for PS4 and PC, which I think we saw that at PAX. I feel like I remember it. I know it was in their booth. I didn't play it, though. It looked interesting. Uh, Hitman Definitive Edition for PS4 and Xbox One. Forgotten Anne for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Goner for PS4. Wizard of Legend for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. The Council Episode 2 Hide and Seek for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Descenders for Xbox One. Battle Chasers Night War for Nintendo Switch. And The Adventures of Elena Temple for the Nintendo Switch. Then on May 16th, we have Stay for PC and Xbox One, Lily's Epic Quest for Xbox One, Fox and Forests for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC, 
See, I've got a lot. Um, May 17th, we have the framed collection for Nintendo Switch and PC. Yonder, the Cloud Catcher Chronicles for Nintendo Switch. It's a dumb name. Uh, this is even dumber. Invisiballs for <laughs> Nintendo Switch. And Ice Cream Surfer for the Nintendo Switch. They then, get a lot of games coming, but we've seen that coming down the pipeline from PAX. Because everybody was going to Switch. Mm-hmm. Now, on May 18th, they have Hyrule Warriors, for, or the Definitive Edition for the Nintendo Switch. Little Nightmares Complete Edition for the Nintendo Switch. Monster Slayers for Xbox One. And Henry the Hamster Handler for Nintendo Switch. Did you ever play Little Nightmares? I didn't. I want to. That's one of those on my list. I don't think I have yet. I know I missed uh, one of the last sales they had. I say if you if you get it for twenty bucks, you're still you're still winning. Okay, the game's awesome. I do want to play it. All right, ready for a retro review? Sure. I had to I had to whip something together, and I felt like I got something good this time. You know, it was it was sitting in my library of, of games to choose from, and I was like, all right, I'm going to do this one. It's no Nintendo. Yes. Because when when I'm stuck in a corner and I, I need something, those are easy to go to. You know, mm-hmm. they're games I know and I can talk about. Right. So may, I'll, I'll try to change it up. I know I will next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we all have a game that stuck with us through our childhood. Uh-huh. Some games that we played more than others for one re- reason or another. Did you have a game like that? Zelda. Zelda? Uh-huh. Just any time you could pick it up and go? Yeah, anytime I pick it up and go. And that and a pro, the pro wrestling game. Pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, it was always a game that we appreciated for assortment of reasons, and maybe you didn't realize how important it was to you then, but maybe you look back on it and you can see how crucial it really was. One such game for me was the original Ninja Gaiden for the oh, Nintendo yeah. Entertainment System. Me too. I love that game too, mm-hmm. man. The game was released in March of 1989, developed and published by Tecmo, which I think they are Tecmo... I don't know. I can't speak their language. But they... He's yawning. Yeah. Right in the middle of the damn review. I almost like had the whole microphone in my mouth. Yeah. I think... They're still Tecmo, right? I think they've got like an added name now, like Square Enix does. Yeah, I don't know. Where they used to be two separate. But I can't... It's like K-O-I-E-E-I... Tecmo Koei? Yeah, something like that. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Something like that, yeah. K-E-O... You said K-E-O-I, right? Something of that nature. Yeah, I bet that's uh, a lot of A lot of vowels. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> now, the story, if you're unfamiliar with the original story... We're doing the original, right? We're doing the original. The story centers around uh, a man by the name of Ryu, Ryu Hayabusa, however you want to say it, Ryu, I think I is think it's the Ryu. proper term, uh, who is on a quest to avenge his murdered father. Along the way, he discovers a deeper, more sinister plot behind his father's death. Now, most games of this era were not really known for their narratives. In fact, you were actually lucky if you had a game that had one at all beyond the anything you saw in the manual. Yeah. In fact, that's where a lot of the narratives were I, re- I used to read the Double Dragon Handbook every night. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite games. Now, the fact that this game had such a rich story for its time and presented it in such a cinematic form is what drew me to the game and connected with me in a way I never really realized. The game was comprised of six acts with four areas, give or take, in each, you know, act mm-hmm. uh, in which you had to fight through. Each act was bookended and with a few thrown in here and there with a cutscene that pushed the narrative along. Now, this may actually be common practice today, but this was something wholly unique at the time. 
The cutscenes themselves are more like motion comic panels, and it would be, that's obviously a limitation of the hardware. Yeah. But nonetheless, it was a very effective practice that drew me in. In fact, this was, I believe, one of the first times I actually took notice of a game publisher. I thought if Tecmo made this kind of cinematic game, well, every game they make would be this awesome. Great. Uh, they weren't all winners, no, but no, I do remember loving the hell out of Bad News Baseball. Do you ever play, remember playing that? I remember Bad News Baseball, but I don't. Old. I always played like Tecmo Baseball. Yeah, but I love Bad News Baseball. I don't know why. I just it had that cinematic thing, like when yeah. you slide in to safe out, whatever. Oh, you sound just like oh. That's how they used to talk back in the eighties. <laughs> now. Oh. As for the story itself, I feel like it easily be retooled for a film. However, maybe three decades too late since ninjas were like a huge fad in the 80s. And plus, this plot has a very 80s feel to it. Yeah, but like I think that's one of the ninja stories they could take and go oh, tell yeah. everybody. Like, hell yeah, mm-hmm. do it right. That's good. It involves Ryu searching for his father's killer, like I said before. He receives a letter to visit an old friend of his father's, only to encounter the CIA who want to recruit him to recover an item who that was in possession of his father's, or was in the possession of his father's friend. The item was known as the Shadow Statue, which is a typical 80s MacGuffin, which you know, was actually one of two that have joined together during a lunar eclipse would unleash a terrible evil onto the world. I'm sure you can guess how this is going to go, but let's look at it anyway. Do it. Uh, with a story this rich, you have to have some intriguing supporting characters to back it up. The main supporting character of the game is Irene Liu, who shoots you with a tranquilizer upon your first encounter. <laughs> then she locks you up, but then she hands you the shadow statue then tells you to leave. Kind of an odd way to go about it. Then well, he hit it. You didn't see that part though. Yeah, he got yeah. it, and she just gave it to him. Yeah, she's like, "Here, take this and go." It was good. Goodbye. Uh, Ryu's father's acquaintance, Walter Smith, is the game's or one of the game's uh, main exposition characters, explaining various details about the shadow and light statues, even being the keeper of the light statue, unbeknownst to Ryu, until it gets him murdered and is stolen from him. Yeah, sad thing. Yes, it is. That was actually one of the one of the odder things about it is it had some emotional depth to it. Uh-huh. And in fact, I think it was one of the few times you actually saw blood in the game because if you looked at the his shirt, it looked like he was stabbed, and it was like a it was pink, but it was the shadows. It was dark. Well, he got uh, strangled and he was drinking charcoal. Yeah, beer yeah that's what it was. It spilled on. <laughs> uh, you were then introduced to a CIA agent, only known as Foster, for more exposition, who gives you more depth into information you already know then he introduces you to the game's main villain, Gordia Demu, or also known as Jacquio or Jacquio Jacquio Jacquio. sounds French Yeah. which I'll be honest I'm not even sure if I'm saying it right Jacquio, Jacquio J-A-Q-I-O Jacquio Jacquio Uh, this villain's design, I don't know if you remember it at all. It's insane. I don't even know what the hell he was supposed to be. He kind of, I mean, I actually looked up some drawings to ensure that I knew what he looked like. Right. And I guess he's more like a warlock wearing a cloak that looks like insect husk. <laughs> and he even has like a satanic star in the middle of his chest, which I can't imagine got past Nintendo sensors in the 80s. So maybe it was tweaked yeah, for the was. U.S. release. Or they just didn't have it. Yeah, but it was very anime-esque if you saw like an actual drawing of it. In fact, most of the game designs in this are, I would even say that the cutscenes kind of have this anime style. 
But I will say this, and I don't know if you remember this or not. They changed the style in 2 and 3. I did not like the I style like in 2 and 3. three. I hated the way Reeve looked mm-hmm. in 2 and 3. He looked like a pansy. I guess it would be the best way that, to To me, none of them were as good as the first one. No. Uh, anyway, uh, Foster tasked you, uh, meaning that he gives you no choice, to go after the light statue. Or go after Jacquillo. All the while, and this never made sense to me, all the while, Ryu had the shadow statue on him. Why not leave it with the CIA? Why did he take it to the guy? You knew this was going to happen. You knew that this was one of those things that was just like, you're bringing it to him, you know. Don't do that. Go get the statue, leave that one behind, and go back and get it. Maybe he was thinking, well, if I give them the statue, then I don't have it anymore. Perhaps. Anyway, it winds up in the hands of Jacquillo because he puts him into a hard decision to either hand the statue over or he's going to kill the CIA agent who shot him earlier in the game. Don't really know if that's a, a, a thought or a choice that I would really have to be make at that time. It'd be more like, okay, have at it. She shot me earlier. Uh, eventually, Ryu faces off against his father's killer once you escape the hands of the Jacquillo's traps who looks nothing like the ninja from the beginning of the game, mind you. And he's now this big man named Balf. How long ago was it? I don't know. It can't be that long because no one knew he was... Like, even his father didn't realize he was dead. So it's had to be, like, months. Because he was after his father. I don't know. Anyway, he looks nothing like him. He's he's now Malf. Malf. Uh, he informs you that your father still lives after you beat his ass. What a twist. It's an 80s twist, if you didn't know. In fact, he has been turned into a weapon by the Jacquillo called the Masked Devil. And after a bitch of a fight with the Masked Devil, you break the father's uh, curse, I guess it was, or controlling, uh, and then he is fatally injured immediately after by the Jacquillo who is trying to attack Ryu, and he jumped in the way. So his father sacrifices himself after becoming free why did we even go through that? I, first of all, started. I would be like, Dad, the, the, your ass got what you deserved. Yeah. After ninja fighting, <laughs> and got killed in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So just, just we're all now we're here. Yeah. So I you thought got, you were dead. You're yeah. alive now. You're dead again. Yeah, and you got what you deserved. Mm-hmm. I love you. Peace. <laughs> now after he gets hit, this fuels Ryu's rage, and he kicks Jackie's ass. But before Ryu and Irene can escape. The lunar eclipse happens, and obviously, and it unleashes the evil demon. It actually looks like a contour reject, if you look at it. <laughs> uh, and then Ryu's got to defeat it. Once Ryu defeats this uh, giant demon creature thing, which they tell the whole story in the game, you, it, it's a lot better than I'm making it sound. Uh, Ryu says goodbye to his father, who was technically not dead, just hanging on to those last little he breaths so they could have his bite. goodbye. Yeah. His father tells him, you're a man now, <laughs> which, <laughs> wow, I thought I was a man before, but no, no, now you're a man. Yeah, He says goodbye to his father, then escapes the temple, which falls apart like most Final Boss areas in these games do at that time. Uh, Foster then calls Irene to tell her that she must kill Ryu and take the statues. The statues that I would have assumed would have been left behind in the buried ruins of this castle, but no, no, they took them. Anyway, Ryu tells Foster, quite frankly, to kiss his ass. Then he tells 
Irene, whose name he did not know until now, mind you, he found this out at the end of the game, that he's getting two types of payment for this job. One is taking down Foster, and the other is her. Not sure when this happened throughout the course of the game, since, you know, she shot him. But apparently he's in love with her now. And he's her second, or she is his second payment for the job. How about that? That's sweet, right? Second payment. Yeah. Because he said, I'm getting paid for this job. Your payment number one, and your payment number two, baby. That's a, that's a smooth line. I want to tell a woman, hey, I got paid today, and that payment is you. You know that's going to go over pretty well. <laughs> Try it with your wife sometimes. See if that works. I want to know, like, I'm, I'm confused. Like, is he, why does he, what's Foster got? How's he a payment? Because he's going to get him back. I'm going to pay you back. I don't know. It, it, this is how the dialogue went. Maybe they mis- misinterpreted it. I don't know. I'm just telling you what the dialogue said. <laughs> but like to me, it's like I'm, I'm you know, going to kill both y'all. Yeah. But no, he's, he's in love with you. He's I'm in, in love. love. I'm in love. I'm in love with now you. Now I'm really just going to have one kill. I'm just going to kill one person. Yeah, I'm going to kill you, but I'm going to take her as payment yeah. for killing you. <clears throat> don't ask me. That's just how the dialogue went. Uh, outside of the story, the game itself has actually grown very synonymous with brutal difficulty. Mm-hmm. The game is very unrelenting, throwing everything at you and the kitchen sink. Now, the game doesn't actually start off brutally difficult, just kind of eases you into it as each level progresses. And then bam. <coughs> then considering this is a very hack-and-slash platformer, the difficulty mostly came from the positioning of enemies and their ability to respawn. Which got so... So frustrating. Uh, one level in particular, don't know if this would be the one you would point out, would anger me to no end, and there seemed to be very little to quell that rage because I know I'd always get stuck on this and then it would be game over and I'd have to start over again, and I was just like, you know what, screw this game. Uh, it was level 6-2, had two distinct parts that I considered insanely difficult. One part had these guys with jetpacks flying over above, throwing ninja stars as you're trying to get over a gap. Right. So if you got hit, you get thrown into the hole. Or some, or you can't jump at all, or you die trying to get over there, and it's just it's frustrating. I'm sure there's a way to do it. I've seen it happen on... I just didn't figure it out as a kid. Right. It was frustrating. Uh, the second was a wide gap that not only had a bat flying toward you as you're trying to jump, but there's an eagle down below uh-huh. that as soon as you get closer will fly up and knock you over too. What makes this worse is this game had that very frustrating game mechanic that would knock you back as you got hit. Yeah. So no matter what you did, you would fly backwards at least a good two or three feet. And if you're given very narrow platforms, you're going to die. They hit you, you're flying off, and then game over. Is that the one where you had to get hit by the bat? Uh, You actually had to hit the bird. You had to drop down into the hole. He would bounce you off and over to the, the platform. It looks very, like, this is not going to work, but that's what you have to do. Right. You have to avoid the bat, hit the bird, yeah, get over it. Is there one where you have to hit a bat for it to knock you back? Or No. Okay, so that's that's, that's probably about. the one you're thinking that's, about. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. But it was always one of those ugh, Yeah, you just, because your whole goal always is to never get hit. And the worst part about it is that I found out, in other portions of this game, if you died, you would always restart in the level you were in. Right. Right? There was a glitch in this game for this level that would always kick you back to the beginning. They left that in on purpose. <sighs> the assholes. That's why none of us could get through it. I know it. I, I never got past that part. Yeah. That never. was always one of those 
Because am I right? Like it looks like you're in like a log cabin type area. Mm. The, there's like log bridges. No, this one's um like you start off right after you fight Mar or Moth, and it's like the yellow castle area, and you run to the left through an area, then you walk into another area, and it's like a blue fortress looking area. I remember blue. I know I've made it to the same part because I never yeah. got past it. Now, it's obviously possible to overcome these problems with the right skill set and whatnot, but sometimes you need the right tools. This game is littered with secondary weapons to accompany your dragon sword, which I didn't mention until now. Yeah. But you have a dragon sword. How about that? Uh, you also have throwing stars, which were meh. Windmill throwing stars, which were like boomerangs, that was an awesome item because if you could throw that just the right time and they, let it circle you, yeah, yep. oh man, you could wipe out so many of And they were always huge. Yeah. I'm like, where do you carry those? Exactly. Just right in the back pocket and you just have to... Excuse me, guys. Hang on. It's like the size of a frisbee. Mm-hmm. Go all around you. Uh, you have a jump and slash move, which could essentially uh, allow you to cut through enemies as you jumped. Is it like a buzzsaw? Yeah. Yeah. And it could come in handy and... Areas like who we were just talking about, maybe. Uh, and there was also the Art of the Fire Wheel, which I actually forgot the name of it until I was yeah, looking this that up. Was one where the, you, well, this is up. It was like a little blast of fire. It would yeah, kind of shoot ring, up diagonally. Like ring, right? Yeah. And it could take out many enemies. It would kind of come in pretty handy. It was mm-hmm. a, a good item to have. Of course, these used or required spiritual strength, which was like a gauge that you had. So could only use them a limited amount of time Pick unless you got that vials, you know? yeah get that filled back up this game was also the first that i could remember to feature wall jumps yeah me too. i don't remember anything that? else so any method that you had where you go back and forth back and forth this is where you actually got it from i know that it always kind of stuck with me the way the approach mm-hmm. to it that was one thing i think that kind of drew me in for the game also was the wall thing. yeah it was a it was a uni- unique element to the game yeah. at the time Another memorable takeaway from this game is its soundtrack. 8-bit soundtracks were either memorable or forgettable, and I think this one definitely falls into the former category. Every level had a memorable tune that you associated with the location and the enemies, and the boss fight had their own tune that they got. You playing it right now? Uh, maybe not the boss fight theme. Uh, but anyway... You knew what was about to go down when you heard that right. boss of the fight scene. It's hard to say which tune actually takes the top spot. Did you could say that that's the one I can associate with it? Because they all are very memorable. I don't remember any of them. But I would say, and this one will probably be playing right now, is the one from 4-2 actually got replayed twice in the game. Right. Once in that level and then right at the end of the game. During so the credits. It's the best. So I would assume it's the best. It's, it's, it's best. very catchy. Very upbeat. And I want to hear it. Some okay. kind of playing right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, I knew. Uh, despite my frustrations with the difficulty, I would press on and keep playing this game at least one time. I know I beat this game at least once, and from that point on, I probably never did it again. I know I've seen it done once, or I've done it once. Uh, but those anger moments aren't what stuck with me. It was really the narrative, the Tecmo Theater, as it were rewarding me for a job well done from you know scene to scene level to level the game came along or was along with many others helped form what i would call the world inside my head at 10 years of age about the time this game came out i created something i called steven's wacky maze which todd is so excited about i knew he was going to say this i knew he was going to be like say it say it that way i'm not going to do that 
Uh, let, let, me, let me tell my story. I'll do it for you afterwards. On camera. I, I created the... something called Steven's Wacky Maze, which was essentially a video game on paper. As I made more of these, they become increasingly more and more cinematic until it was more of a comic book than a game. This game was a huge influence on that idea. In fact, I would have no doubt that it encouraged other developers to build more onto their games and make them more cinematic. Numerous ports of this game have made it across several platforms, along with its two sequels, none of which I think really hold up as much as that oh, one. Lord, no. uh, Even though I will say that the boss in the second one was pretty pretty badass. Yeah. I think, I think his name was Ashtar. His name wasn't really all that <laughs> deceiving, but he had a good look to him. He kind of looked like a cross between the Shredder and... Well, the Shredder. <laughs> Just with all the blades and everything. Right. He had a big sword and whatnot. Shredder and Super Shredder. There you go. Uh, the series was even remade with an entirely new narrative, as we all know, like on the Xbox, and was ported to other platforms. But it retained the brutal difficulty, if not more so, than its predecessor. Yeah. I never understood why they changed the narrative, though. It kind of bugged me a little bit. And that was actually one of the things that pushed me away from playing it. Yeah. Like, I, I played the first one. Mm-hmm. I didn't play the second one. I think I played part of it, maybe. Yeah. I didn't like it either. The first one was okay. It was more... It was... The combat was more difficult. That's where they took the challenge in this one. Mm-hmm. Rather than, to me, the platform. And even though there were some parts. Yeah. But... Yeah, I just, I mean, I didn't really care for it. I think I played one that was on the Vita, right? which I don't remember which one that was. Sigma, it might have been maybe. the first one. Well, yeah. on PlayStation, I think they were called Ninja Gaiden Sigma and yeah. Sigma 2. So it might have been technically the first one. I played it. I don't know if I beat it. I just know I played it for a while, and I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. So it just, it never captured me like this one did. So I doubt we'll ever see a remake of this particular version, even though I'd prefer it in any yeah. way, shape, or form, but who knows? We might get lucky one day. Maybe we can all make a noise. That's right. Stomp your feet. So you want to hear Ninja Gaiden? We game? want it now. Right we now. Just like now. that with just a little bit of updated graphics. That would be cool. Yeah. Did you ever remember the, the Super Nintendo one where they kind of slightly <laughs> polished it up? And no, I don't. It was, it was like they did all three games into one disc or one cartridge. Oh. And then it was like slightly updated graphics. Did they have him on the front with the dragon behind him? He was going like this. Yeah. Yeah. And then what what I dislike the most about that game is I don't know how you ruin the music taking it a step up. Going from 8-bit music to 16-bit music, they ruined every track. It's that extra 8. It just... It it, it did. It really did. It just did not make... It it didn't have the same feel to it. Like, it just felt inferior. Despite the graphics looking slightly better, it just the music made it feel inferior. So I never preferred playing it. So that's I, just me. I, I was, and even the cutscenes, I think, were just like slightly colored better. Yeah, <laughs> that was about it. Yeah, they moved so, a little faster. Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't all that great. <sighs> well, that's our show. That's it. Mm-hmm. We that's survived. All. We did. And does your is your head okay? Yeah, it's fine. It's not sore. Nope. It's all good. Let me see it. You'll see it after. I gotta. No, I want no, to get the headphones off. I just want to call me and own it. Slot. There you. There you go. Yeah. You like it? Yeah. I okay. think you look kind of like. Um, oh, what's the? What's I was going for a kingpin look. That's kingpin. That's exactly go. what I was gonna say. Kingpin. I couldn't think of his. The only thing I could think of was this mob boss. I don't know why. <laughs> Well, he's a mob boss. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing I can think of. Kingpin. Yeah. Kingpin. There you go. Yeah. I just gotta work on my voice. Yeah. 
Gonna take down the devil of hell's kitchen. No. No? Okay, I'm trying. I was trying. I understand. Anyway, thank you to all of our listeners for being here every week, if you are. <laughs> Your love and support is greatly appreciated. <laughs> if you are. If you are. Uh, big thanks to our patrons who make this show and every show we do possible. If you're interested in supporting the show, head over to patreon.com slash pencil and paper production. I have recently made changes. Changes. Changers. Changers. I have recently made changes to the rewards tier. So if you've looked before and it never interested you, maybe go look again. See if it's a little bit more enticing. I, I feel like I've uh, beefed it up a little bit. Nice. I, I would hope that uh, we'll, we'll get a few more bites. You can follow the show on Twitter, Super Mega Crash. Like and leave reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, wherever you listen to the podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you. I'm Stephen White. I'm Todd Stark. Yes, you are. I am. Is my hair the same? It is. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got the wind blown look. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.